Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. And welcome to Culture Catch-Up, everybody's favorite pop culture podcast where we catch up on some culture we somehow missed. Whether a movie or TV show, we explain why one of us hasn't seen it, discuss whether it's held up over time, and chat about why we loved or hated it. Stick around until the end of the episode for our favorite segment, Who's Hotter? And don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Catch-Up Culture. So we're going to do something a little different before we jump into the main topic of this show, the movie that we've brought for you today. Instead, we're going to do a little short segment here where we talk about what's entertained us over the last week. So Sam. Kind of as a little test. Yeah, just to kind of see, you know, add we, a little why another little get to know us better. Here. Yeah, a little bit of what we're watching because while we love doing this podcast, we've realized we don't main movies as our like primary source of entertainment really it's well, and not other, these movies <laughs> yeah it's usually other tv shows you know music video games for me so it's uh so you know we kind of what like, do i get books tv shows <laughs> i said tv shows i know i just there's just no video game equivalent for me <laughs> so anyway we kind of thought we would throw this little segment in to just be a little bit more where you can get to know your beloved hosts just a little bit better. And our true entertainment preferences. Yes. Yes. Because believe it or not, real world Austin, not in our normal. No, <laughs> not our normal at all. So, you know, we want to just talk a little bit about what over the last week we have been uh, partaking in to provide us some entertainment. Well, I'm in a transitionary period. Okay. Because I finished one thing and I've moved on to the next. So I have two things to talk about. The first is that uh, I finally, after months and months, finished dawson's creek oh praise be and it was bad (laughs) (laughs) i've never watched it before i didn't really know much about it i didn't even know like the main you know like everybody knows ross and rachel on friends and the will they won't they i didn't even know those really um so it was fun to get to watch especially because you know i it's i'm the right age for it i'm not sure why i never watched it i just didn't but oh it was Rough, rough to get through yeah it seemed to be kind of an ebb and flow for you it seemed to be times yeah. where you were definitely more into it and like this is actually maybe not the greatest television entertainment i've ever watched but it's good yeah then there were other times you're like i like especially well, the last in season, season six, was bad yeah yeah you were, they they go to college so a lot changes and like they there's no way all this entire group of friends ends up in the same city right for college so that just felt unbelievable to me um it was good i definitely am not going to rewatch it uh, and the ending was like half great, half terrible. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody, even though the show's 30 years old, but I didn't love it. <laughs> um, but then when I finished, I needed something new to move on to. So I moved on to Younger, mm. which is a TV land show that they are still making. It might be on its last season. Maybe they might be filming the last season right now. I'm not totally sure. Um, I'm only in the second season of it, but it is Hillary Duff. AKA Lizzie McGuire. Nice. Again, I'm the perfect age for this show. And then Sutton Foster, who is a, a big time Broadway actor. Um, you've watched YouTube videos ever before and you just don't know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've watched the little bits that you've had me watch of uh, younger, the scenes that you've wanted to show me. And I've always been like, she looks familiar. So, I mean, I guess. That Do makes you remember sense a tap dancing number? Anything goes? Yes. You've also seen Jonathan Groff perform it at. Yes. Um, the swapped miscast miscast yeah Yeah. um that's her that's sutton foster got it um i got to know her as a kid because she was on 
what not to wear <laughs> in an episode when she was acting in Thoroughly Modern Millie. Anyway, the the show is she's a 40-year-old who's recently divorced and to get a job she feels like she has to act 26, which then spills into her all areas of her life. So now she's like dating a guy who thinks she's 26. And anyway, it's been pretty fun. Nice. I like it, it a lot. It still just uh, kind of blows my mind that TV Land's making a current show, not just doing replays of... Don't they make a lot of shows now? Yeah, they do now. But I just remember TV Land growing up was literally just the place where you watched old shows, old shows? being rerun, like Andy Griffith. Uh, very old shows. Very old shows. Yeah. Dick Van Dyke, different stuff like that. It was like the place for classic TV. Right. And now... It, they're making their own shows and everything like that to stay relevant. I guess right. That's, that's I love cool. this one. It's on Hulu if anybody's interested. Because they also did that Hot in Cleveland. Is yeah. That what you're saying? Yeah. It was also another TV, TV Land show that also was pretty popular. I remember that. I feel like we tried, or maybe I've seen a couple of episodes. Maybe not with you, but. Yeah, I don't think I've watched it. I don't, I don't remember it much. Anyway, what about you? What have you been doing? So this week, I'm still trying to get through. Because surprising as it may seem, it does, you know, I'm just bad at watching TV shows. It, like, it, yeah. it takes me a or really long time. Movies. Well, because normally for me, whenever I, if I'm wanting to, you know, if I have the time to, like, watch a show on my own or a movie on my own, something like that, I'm usually going to choose to watch it, to play a video game, which I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is fantastic. So everyone should check that out if you want. <laughs> but um, in terms of, like, movies or shows that I've been watching... I am still trying to get through and finish up, although I'm in the last season, so it should be soon, Star Wars Rebels, which was on Disney. And this is a cartoon? Yeah. So follows the exploits of Ezra Bridger and the crew of the ghost. So as they... What? I've never even heard these words. Well, it's very, it's very like, it's pre-original trilogy. It like is, it's like leads right up to the beginning of, well, it's like early stage of the rebellion and stuff like that. So is this stuff that what's his name and originally wrote, or is this stuff Disney just like made? This up? is new stuff Disney made, new characters and stuff Disney made. And How all long that has stuff. this been on? It's it's been off actually. It was only four seasons, and it and it's already been over for a few years. It's just oh, I've so it aired like on Disney Channel. Yeah, I've just it. been slow getting around to it, but yeah. oh my god, is it good? It's really good. So <laughs> and you're in the last season. Yes. Is it one that you'll be sad when it's over? Um. No, because I can go back to it. Will and re-watch you revisit it. it? You think? Oh yeah, there have been several episodes throughout that I've been like, "Oh, this one's good." Huh. It's it's or that I've are been there like, any really holiday good. episodes? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Sorry, oh. no life day episodes. <laughs> so I've really enjoyed Rebels, but then I've also uh, veered and did watch a couple movies in the last week or so because I've been trying to get ready. I saw the trailer for the new uh, Godzilla versus King Kong or King Kong versus Godzilla movie that's coming out in March. And so that made me need to get catch to get caught up on all MonsterVerse <laughs> things. Your own little personal culture catch up. So I uh, watched finally watched Kong Skull Island, which was great. And then uh, because I also needed more monkey bashing stuff, I watched Rampage, which was the <laughs> Dwayne Johnson film that plays off of the old video game. Where yeah, the, we have some cr- serious crossover because I remember playing Rampage a lot. As oh, a I kid. do too. Yeah, I love that game. So it's the movie version of that. It as a movie? Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's much story there. It was fine as a video <laughs> game. Probably should have stayed that way. This, this one, I was like... It was it's, bad. You said you didn't enjoy I it. I didn't really like it that much. But uh, if you like monster creature action, check it out. We're, I will say that we're also both a little worn out on uh, The Rock. Yeah, Which probably didn't help. But if you liked, if you like uh, big monkeys, wolves, and <laughs> lizards bashed each other up then yeah check it out you know so <laughs> well that's what's entertained us on last week but now 
let's bring to you what will entertain you this week, <laughs> which is nice. I'll be catching Sam up on George, George of, of the, the Jungle. Jungle, a childhood classic. Let's see a little bit of info on ye old George of the Jungle. Ye old George. Came out in 1997 and was directed by Sam Wiseman, who also directed Mighty Ducks 2 and a lot of 90s TV. Stars Brendan Fraser, Leslie Mann, Thomas Hayden Church, Richard Roundtree, John Cleese, and Holland Taylor. So, which was a... It's kind of a stacked cast yeah, of, of 90s people. Which I, <laughs> obviously, like, as a kid watching this, because I watched this a ton as a kid. Me and my siblings would watch this over and over and over again. But it had been a really long time since I had seen it. So coming back to it and recognizing all these people who I had now been introduced to right. or had seen in this movie and then not really known who they were because I was a kid. And then going back and being like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't realize like, you did were in this. Did you know who John Cleese was as a kid? Mm. Oh, although you don't see him. I guess he's just the voice. I, I think I just only knew him because he was also the voice in Five Will Goes West. So I knew, I was like, oh, that's the same guy who does this voice. I vaguely remember Five Will Goes West. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the IMDb description is, a man, raised in jungle, it, a man raised in the jungle by apes falls in love with a wealthy American heiress. It's based on the cartoon from the 1960s. I had no idea it was that old. I knew it was based on a cartoon. The cartoon. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know it was that old. And uh, it's also very interesting because Brendan Fraser, and I wonder now that I'm thinking about it, if it's the same director maybe, but Brendan Fraser then also went on to do later a movie of Dudley Do-Right, which was also based on an old cartoon. Yeah. Did you was ever it, see that one? N- no. Okay. Well, you <laughs> was saw it called, of the Jungle. Was it called Dudley Do-Right? Yeah. That sounds familiar. He's like the uh, klutzy uh, Royal Canadian Mountie. Right. Yeah. No, I remember that. I watched we watched that one a couple times and I remember it being funny, but we definitely watched George of the Jungle was where it's at growing up. Right. So. so have you seen this one, Sam? And if you have or not have not, what do you know about it? I have seen it. I do remember seeing it when it came out. I remember it being like a big theatrical release. I don't know why well, it was I late nineties, so like was Brendan Fraser was very much in his prime. Very at that hot, time. yeah. But it's interesting that he was in his prime. And then making a kid movie. I mean, so yes, I have seen it, but uh, not probably since it came out. So I don't, I remember very little. I remember that it's Leslie Mann and this was the first time we ever saw her. Um, And, you know, obviously. No, wait. I guess I would have seen her in Cable Guy first. I think Cable Guy is older than this. See, she was the person who, when I watched this again. You were like, oh shit, it's Leslie Mann. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. I remember that blowing my mind. I was like, I had no idea because, you know, when I started seeing her in things like Knocked Up and other Judd Apatow right. movies and stuff like Everything that. Everything that she's in now. Yeah. I was just like, oh, cool. I don't think I've seen her in much before. And then I like one day was randomly going back in her or probably looking on her IMDb one day to see what else she, I might have seen her in. Saw her George of the Jungle. And I was like, huh, how about that? Had no idea. So I, I remember that she's in it. I remember that there's a talking ape. And I remember a very specific thing, which is that at the end, their kid swings through the jungle like George and smacks right into a tree just like he did. But that's about it. I don't really remember the storyline other than the fact that they fall in love or whatever. I I don't remember much about it. So like I said, we watched it a ton. So I I really remembered a whole lot of it. And I wondered what we know as we watch it again, like if it'll be something that I do remember more of, you know, or like 
Like if it comes to you, yeah, while if we're it comes to you while watching it, because I know this is one that like my siblings and I we quoted it all the uh, well. Your time. mind is a steel trap when it comes to things like this, so I'm sure you're gonna remember yeah, the whole movie. That's true too. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you want to be uh, reminded of this film as well, you can go check it out on Disney Plus. So that's where we're gonna watch it as Woo-hoo. well. So let's swing to the living room. Although we already are here because we've moved our our, uh, our recording studio from the office now onto the couch because it's way more comfortable. So we're already here. Uh, but then let's uh, swing our eyes to the TV. There we go. Boom. Ride some vines. Enjoy the culture that is George the Jungle. We're back, Sam. What did you think of George of the Jungle? Did it hold up to you as well? Well, I did not remember any of it, really. Okay. <laughs> the few things I mentioned <laughs> were pretty much it. I didn't remember Holland Taylor being in it. She's kind of got a small part, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we mentioned that at the top of the episode, but... But I still, didn't yeah. remember I, her in the movie. She was another one, too, who I was like, oh, okay. I know her now, but it didn't was, know her then. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was great. I liked it. Did it hold up for you? Oh, yeah. Big time? Big time. Yeah. And it definitely like we chuckled quite a bit throughout it. And I was right. It did come back to me like as we're as we're watching it. There were several times when I could still say the line with the characters like at the oh, same yeah. cadence and everything. Oh like, yeah. It was, it was very much it was very much still very fresh in my mind. Isn't so that it was so fun? Wonderful. I love when that happens. <laughs> when you aren't expecting to remember it that well and then I love that. Yeah. That doesn't happen to me with movies because I don't remember anything. But it does with music. Yeah. I haven't listened to a song in 20 years and then it plays and all of a sudden I remember all the words. It's so fun. It is weird how the how the mind works that way. I know. And can just keep those things locked away. So uh, so overall, I like, do what think, were some of your big your big points about it? Well, I was going to say, I do think it's a kid movie I could rewatch. Nice. Which is a big deal in this house. Few and house. far between. Um, first, I'm going to talk about my favorite moment, which we just saw because it's at the very end, which is like a throwaway joke that they spent so much money on. Which is ape singing in his own Vegas review yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of showgirls. Like, I guess so telling the story of George, but funny. Like, yeah, it, it totally caught me off guard. I did not remember it. Did you remember that? Oh yeah, because oh my god, like, I did not at all. Ninety-seven when this came out, so we, you know, we were all like eight. I, I was seven, you know, so my brother was like eight, and my sister was younger than me at the time so it was just like i remember that part would come on and of course we'd like get up and dance around with it but you know oh ape is singing uh my way my way frank sinatra yeah and it's just it was always just so funny to it, us it he i mean it's like he's a vegas star and he has his own show every yeah. night it was amazing it was. i just wasn't expecting it and it was so high quality to be <laughs> such a throwaway <laughs> joke at the end and it was funny that it was my way because that song had such a moment years and years later on um, Mad Men. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, actually. You don't remember that song in a Mad Men episode? Uh-uh. What? Yeah. No, I... I Peggy I, and Dawn are dancing and it's playing? It must have been probably at the end of an episode. Oh, no. You don't remember that? No, I guess okay. you got to rewatch Mad It was Mad obviously Men a bigger cultural moment in my mind than in yours, but... Um, so it was funny to see uh, that song used in a totally different way. And that like two of the villains are it, from the movie are like the punching bags of this because there's a part where the actors playing George, not Brendan Fraser. It's, it's not actually them. Oh, you're still the, talking about Apes the, Vegas show yeah, for Apes Vegas show The they have like the, the actors in the show playing George and Ursula. They like swing on a vine and slam into this soft tree that these two 
the bad two guys villains from in. the movie are in the middle of. So they're just like still getting beat up on for being. He's he's singing my way, and in the background, all of this action is yeah, happening. Yeah, it's like dancing and everything like this. It's it was hysterical. So funny, so funny. I felt shocked and caught off guard, and like I I was just so surprised and so stunned that I like couldn't stop staring to figure out what was going to happen. And, and it's hilarious too how it's like the movie kind of like is very much wrapping up and how it introduces that part because it's like it's showing the very end you know George and Ursula have a kid and so they're all happy and all this stuff showing how their story wrapped up but then Ape like right as the credits are starting you hear his voice wait 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 don't you want to know what happened to me and then it like cuts over to this <laughs> and he moved to, like <laughs> to Vegas <laughs> yeah it's a uh, honestly I don't even need the movie I just need that just need bit. that little bit yeah <laughs> Uh, you were right, though. This is definitely Brendan Fraser in his heyday. I was never one who thought... He he was never on the top of my list. Yeah. Attractiveness-wise. But his body in this is insane. Which I feel like is... Like, was he one of the, the, the groundbreakers in this trend where, like, now all... Like, it doesn't matter what kind of movie you're in. Like, all the leading men are just, like, jacked always. Like, you know, it's like... I, I feel like know. back then, like, people were be would be fit. But not, like... Not like you see their abs contract just when they breathe. Yeah. Fit. Like, for example, I know he went on later to become ultra jacked man, but Hugh Jackman <laughs> in, uh, you know, the very first X-Men movie, like he's fit, but he's, he's not so like, small compared to the later ones. Right. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, Brendan Fraser in this movie is jacked. Yeah. No, he was. Which is and interesting since it's a kid movie. <laughs> well, and then there's that scene when he when he goes back to San Francisco with Ursula and she he's in his apart her apartment and he like walks out of the shower and like into the middle of the apartment where Ursula's talking with her friend and he's just naked. Yeah. <laughs> and she has to like put a like a book or a bowl in front of him covering him up. But like Hysterical. still it's very Austin it's Powers. Full, yeah, but it's a full like a full body shot and like they don't leave much of the imagination. Well, but I mean, that makes sense. These kid movies always have these like adult jokes that kids don't understand. I know, but, but when still, it's so visual like that, yeah, it's a little intense. I know. It's a little intense. <laughs> Jared's for me all now. flustered. Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, oh shoot! George, sweep me off my feet. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So what what else really stood out to you in this movie? As I suspected, I loved Holland Taylor. Mm -hmm. uh, I just really like her. She could do anything, and I would watch it. What about you? What were your favorite things? Oh, man. Other than quoting the whole movie to yourself as we watched. Well, because that's what the joy this movie is for me. Like, yeah, I get it. There are so many parts to this one. Like, because, you know, it starts off with um, Ursula and her soon-to-be fiancé. Fiancé, I don't remember now. Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church, Lyle. And they're, like, going on this expedition through Africa. And they stumble across George and all that and all this stuff. And Lyle immediately becomes jealous and wants to, you know, who wouldn't get be rid of that George. body? I know because Thomas Hayden Church's body was not near to the standards of George's. But one of the things I did really love about this movie too is, and one of the things that had somewhat slipped my mind is that there is a narrator just do, uh, you know, narrating the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah. I can think of another word. To, and it's like, <laughs> There's yeah, not. There's narrator narrating <laughs> the this word. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, which is really fun because then it's like how the characters interact with that narrator. Right. It's not like he's unseen and they don't know about him. Like, there's parts where the narrator talks directly to the characters, which right. allows for some really funny moments. My favorite being when they do finally discover Ape Mountain, which is what the sort, you know, the, the final destination on their trek. And 
They see it, and then Neighbor Hater comes up. When they approached it, they gazed in awe. And all the characters <laughs> go, aww. And he says, no, aww. A-W-E. And they all go, ooh. <laughs> That's better. Like, just those little interactions with it, I thought were so funny. You know, there's there's so many. Like, uh, when Lyle, at one point, after Ursula is with George, Lyle comes back to the to the group and he's really wanting them to push on and like to figure to rescue her and all this stuff. And the the guides with him and he like turns and, and walks off and falls face first into a pile of elephant poop. And the guides are like, you know, bad guy falls in poop, classical element of physical comedy. Now comes the part <laughs> where we throw our heads back and laugh. And they all do it. And it's just all these things. It just uh there were some parts of San Francisco where I did not remember. Like I didn't I had forgotten about the part where he comes out of the out of the shower. Uh, or the part two where he just eats coffee beans. Oh, I, re- I did kind of remember that when it happened. And he like gets caffeinated off his ass and like <laughs> is running around crazy. And then I had... Classic. Also, yeah, classical element of physical comedy. <laughs> but I had actually legit forgotten that he rescues the hang glider or somebody off of the Golden Gate Bridge. I had forgotten that part. Happened. Kind of an intense moment mm-hmm, for a kid movie. Mm-hmm. A little bit. But um, it was really good. Oh, but what I thought about it, too, is that it did hold up really well in that it's it's very much a slapstick comedy movie. Like, yeah, it's definitely. very much the, the kind of thing where it's just like one crazy thing is happening to the characters after the other to keep kids just rolling in laughter. And I mean, it still held up. It still worked even for me. <laughs> it worked on us. And so because it was just so funny seeing all the different things. But what I liked about it, too, is that they didn't try to hide any of the stuff that made it slapstick. Like when George runs into it, you know, swings on a vine into a tree. You can obviously tell that tree is, is fake Super and fake, rubber. Yeah. Or when he slams onto the ground, you can see that there was obviously a rubber mat or a springboard that he fell onto. Like it, it didn't tip, use those movie magic things to hide all that stuff. You right. just got to see it on full display, which I think helped. Do you think it's kind of the time frame it was in though too? Like now, do you think if they remade George of the Jungle, you would see those things or it would be better quality? Uh, I think not, honestly, because I think you're right. I think that was like kind of a staple of the 90s com- yeah. comedy maybe not a staple but just like something they would they that like is now more, they would have a better way to do it yeah yeah because i don't i i honestly think that was like part of the choice though yeah it like, seems it's like not they like know they it's were there like, and they don't care exactly <laughs> yeah. and i mean Which is fun. it is fun and it's funny too because you know there it is funny that they do that with some things like they have the trees and the, the rubber trees and the mats visible but then the part where Ursula, where George saves Ursula from the lion when they first meet, like there's a very, it's a real lion at first. But then obviously when George <laughs> is like wrestling with it, it's so obviously just like a, a, a stuffed animal, you know, it, it, little funny things like that. Uh, but then they bring in Shep, who's this, the elephant that's, right. his, that's George's dog. That is a fully CGI ele- elephant. Right. And does not fit look that was like the one thing i was like oh man that cgi is bad like he does not it looks like he's just floating on the ground not like actually a part of the ground you right. know like really there it was i was kind of like oh he that that did not hold up very well well i wouldn't be surprised at all if they remade this at some point oh yeah so I'm maybe sure. maybe we'll get a better quality george of the jungle but do we need a better quality george of the jungle is what i would like to ask who no exactly wait did they already they made a sequel Oh, they that did? wasn't Brendan Fraser. Wait, are you sure they've done something where some current actor played him? Oh no, I think that's 
Tarzan. It's the other one. Yeah. How do you know the difference? They're the same in my Alexander head. Alexander Skarsgård. Yes, him. that's what I was yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. of. Yeah. Um, also, wait a second. What's the difference between Tarzan and George of the Jungle? Well, Is George, George of the, the Jungle, Jungle like ripping off Tarzan? Most likely. Uh, or are they not related? They're the same th- thing. It's the same premise, I think, just set in different time periods. I'm going to Tarzan. Do, I'm gonna Tarzan do is like 1800s, I want to say. And George of the Jungle is current. Even like the cartoon Disney Tarzan, that was supposed to be set in the 1800s? Yeah. Okay, you're probably right. We probably don't need a remake of this. But if we did, who would play George of the Jungle? Who would you want to see as George of the Jungle? Hmm. So I put you on the spot. Might take him a minute to think of this. Yeah. Or is it Georgina of the Jungle? There you go. <laughs> there you go. That would actually be really funny, or really fun—not funny, but fun to see. A It'd be a good swap. movie to do gender yeah. swap. Yeah. Um. Who would be a good George of the Jungle? Somebody strong and hairy. That's what I'm seeing. Like maybe an Oscar Isaac type. Ooh. Although. I can't see him all bulked out. You know who would actually be good, I think, would be Chris Pine. Yeah, I, I can see that, I he's, think. He's he he, he can Do we, tend have we to seen be him bulked in the goofy. Out? Not necessarily, I don't even think he would need to be bulked out. But I think uh, he can be you're gonna wanna Brendan yeah, Fraser. We've seen, seen him bulked out in uh, Wonder Woman. Oh. Well, I didn't see that. Uh but Is that the one where you see him naked? Yeah. No, I mean, well, yes, you do. I think he sees butt. It's a good butt. But uh, I think Chris Pine would be a good one because he can obviously be serious and play like the serious roles. But then like think about, about him in Wet Hot American Summer where he's like this yeah. really funny rocker guy. Rocker guy. Like, yeah, you're I think right. Oscar work. Isaac was a bad pick. I think Chris Pine could be a good choice I was choice just trying to think of somebody with like dark features and dark hair. Yeah. No, you're right. I think Chris Pine could be pretty funny. Anyway, should that be a new segment we do? If this was if remade. If this was remade, <laughs> would it be? That's not, actually, that's not it's bad. It's not too bad. Let us know in the comments if you would like more <laughs> of this. But uh, Or who you think would be a good new George of the Jungle. That too. But uh, but no, I think this this movie did really well, did hold up really well. The one thing that I was kind of like seeing it in a 2021 lens, I was kind of like, ooh. <laughs> a couple of jokes and funny parts did come off pretty racist. A oh, bit. yeah, definitely. Lyle's character was pretty racist. Isn't it interesting that stuff like that gets made? Yeah. Like, how did nobody think, uh, maybe this isn't the best like, idea? I know he's supposed to be the rich asshole mm-hmm. and just kind of, you know, and like thinks he's better than everybody, but that did not translate very well in this. And well, it came, and, it came and across it, a, a few points that I was like, ooh. And then, it, like, do we need racist jokes in a kid movie? Come on. Exactly. exactly. That's just teaching kids how to be racist. Yeah. Which, I yeah. mean, well, and to, to look back on it, you know, it's not quite the same, but like when my siblings and I would say this, say, would quote the lines to each other, we were obviously like doing all of the accents and, sure. and various things like that, which now I was like, wah, wah, don't, don't want to do that now. Don't worry. Now when he but, quotes George of the Jungle, he does it in his normal accent. That's right. But yeah, so that that was kind of the thing where I just I just like saw quite a, a few bits of that where like, you know, Lyle talking to them like they're stupid, talk, right. you know, like they don't understand anything, which then, you know has a moment in the movie where that turns on its head where one of the where or even for the the main guide uh Kwame who's played by Richard Roundtree mm-hmm. he Lyle's trying to talk to the to the other guides and like trying to like tell them this deal to like hey if you help me track down George you know I'll, I'll give you all this stuff or whatever and, and Kwame's like you're you know you're, you're what are you doing they only speak Swahili and then the one guide like talks to him in perfect English and all that stuff <laughs> and and they're all and then everybody's like 
<laughs> what? But then also to like some extent, that part's a little bit like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, that, why is that a shock reveal that this guy knows perfect English? Right. You know what I mean? So it, it like had these, well, and I feel like have those little moments where it's just kind of like, Ugh. and I feel like so many people are so quick to say like, well, this can be expected because it's of its time or right. like, well, the movie's 20. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah. It shouldn't be done. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Especially again, it's a kid movie. Yeah. So anyway. let's, yeah, let's remake George's Jungle with no racism. <laughs> let's do that world. I just think like this movie was ultimately an incredibly fun watch to go back to. Like there were some, I could literally sit here probably and just say, oh, this mo- this part was really funny. This part was really funny. I liked when they did this. This line was funny. Yeah, don't you like the hair scrunchie line? Yeah. Ursula, <laughs> I found your scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> when Lyle finds the spot where they fought the lion and everything, and just, yeah, that's all he finds. Uh, but then the one thing that did, I say, I think really impressed me that I had kind of forgotten how good it was is ape the character of ape mm-hmm. like his the the puppeteering animatronics for like his face and everything were really good wait is it not a person in a suit i mean i'm sure part of it is but like they i don't think they could manipulate maybe they i don't i don't know i don't know you how. mean ape singing in vegas wasn't a person no in that a was suit? a person in a suit oh, but i just mean okay. like who's controlling like his eyes and his mouth and all that stuff as a person's oh. walking around in the suit that's what i mean like I, that's what I feel like. That part had to be some kind of puppetry or animatronics. Ah. but I, but still, for a mid '90s movie, very good. I thought. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't understand these types of things. Like, I don't even what you just said. I don't totally understand. Uh, in my head, it's either like a person. In my head, it's either a person in a suit or completely computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't totally understand the question, but I thought it looked really good. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought that part really held together pretty good. But yeah, I think George's Jungle is still a you know minus good, the racism. Good rewatch is a is a good rewatch and a, and it does hold up very well from from its original. Uh, and so yeah, I'm definitely down to be rewatching it again for sure. How about you? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't need to watch it all the time. Well, but we yeah. don't watch any movie a lot. So. No, it's one though that like you know, if the we recently over you know over over the holidays we watched Billboard Dads. So you know, who knows? <laughs> we'll make come back. We'll come back. To hey, what if we want to do an episode over that? Don't spoil it. We already said that in the in the uh, real world. Episode. Oh, did we? Yeah, I forgot. It's, it's all cool. It's all good. Yeah, it didn't hold up so well. Don't watch that one. So then, we've both agreed. Excellent film. Would rewatch, although Rotten Tomatoes only gave it a fifty-seven percent. But you know, eh, who's counting? As we've said, <laughs> we don't really we, we don't, don't pay attention to critics or yeah, things like that. We, we don't are care. the critics. We are the critics that we care about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but our favorite t- time of the episode: Who is hotter? Hotter. 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 Hot, 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 hot. Brendan Fraser or Thomas Hayden Church? Do you know your answer? Are we talking? <sighs> Are we talking okay. like their characters or just looking at them? I think we're just talking looking at them at this case. Okay. So, okay. From George of the Jungle. Sure. Got it. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Thomas Hayden, Hayden Church. What? <laughs> well, I, that's why I clarified. I Because he obviously his character sucks big time. Right. And you're not supposed to like him at all. But I think it's his like weird gravelly loud voice has always kind of done it for me yeah he does have a good voice i will say that i am and he's like aggressive with his voice but in a good way so i've always kind of had a thing for thomas hayden church and like i said i've never really i get what people see when they look at brendan fraser but knowing what he ages into yeah brendan fraser didn't to age overlook 
super well. And Thomas Aiden Church still looks good. He does. Because he's in that show on HBO still. Or did that show end? Divorce? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it ended. I did watch that for a minute. Yeah. And then it kind of got boring. Um, I It's one I like. kind of had in the back of my head. I might revisit. Um, but even just in this movie, I would say Thomas Hayden Church is hotter. My goodness. For well, sure. Like easy for me. I was blinded by Brendan's <laughs> glistening glutes. And so, yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, you know, it, I guess dudes I, I care go, about muscles more than girls. I got to go with Brendan Fraser in this one. I'm but not surprised. I, but the only other thing I've seen Thomas Hayden Church in though, is this and no, well, like, no, I know I've seen him in more. You've seen him in way the, more than the you realize. The things that come to my mind though, are this and Spider-Man three. So, Oh, I forgot about that. He's Sandman. I just can't get over his like weird. I, I don't know. The voice really does it. It's booming and loud, like in an obnoxious way, which obviously I can relate to <laughs> <laughs> as a loud ass person. But it's the accent. I don't, I, yeah. I'm here for Thomas Hayden Church. All righty. Wow. God, I hope he's not a terrible guy in real life. I don't wow, know. Look at, look at this. One where we didn't agree. I knew you were going to say Brendan Fraser. Well, I mean, and it, I as knew if it wasn't were... clear enough from the beginning. <laughs> And I knew you were going to be surprised that I did not say Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You played me well. You played it well. <laughs> hey, I like what I like. I know. No, no. Uh, I know. I know. But, oh yeah, we didn't talk about two. The one, the great thing, I just remember this. The one great thing about George's Jungle 2 is the, the kick-ass theme song. Oh yeah, we didn't jungle. even sing it. I know. Ready? Shall we? Let's do it. George, 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 George of the jungle. jungle. Strong as he can be. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. Watch out for that tree. Boom. Man. That should have just been how we ended the episode. We're available <laughs> for uh, singing at any event. We'll that come you karaoke need us. your party. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Sam is now caught up on the culture. That is George of the Jungle. Do you also have thoughts on this movie? Does it hold up well in your memory? Or do you would you rather leave it by the wayside? And I want to know if you think Thomas Hayden Church or Brendan Fraser's hotter. I feel like this could be a really polarizing debate. Sounds like it's time. For an Instagram poll. Absolutely. So be checking our Instagram at Catch Up Culture where you can vote and who's hotter, Brendan Fraser or Thomas Hayden Church. You can also find us on Twitter, same place, Catch Up Culture. Thanks for listening and come back in a couple weeks since we are doing every other week now as our release schedule for another Culture Catch Up Cinematic. 